welcome to another episode of In Another World, a pop culture podcast. I am your host, Zachary Landolt, and today we have reached the season finale of In Another World. I This is going to be the wrap of season one. Going to take a little bit of a hiatus for a while. But before we, you know, say goodbye for a little while, I just wanted to have one last super fun episode. And so I figured, why not have on, as my last guest of this season, the person that I've honestly wanted to have on the show since the very beginning, and somehow it took forever to get him on the show. And so today I am talking with the host of the podcast, It Bears Repeating, and the co-host of the show, Rec Collect, Tom Cornell, who I first knew Tom Cornell from listening to It Bears Repeating when they were recapping RuPaul's Drag Race. And now it's all sort of his weird full circle moment because now Tom does not do RuPaul's Drag Race recaps anymore, and now I'm about to start an entire RuPaul's Drag Race recap show with Aaron Holman. So it's been a whole weird journey, but Tom has dropped by to talk about Rec Collect, which is an amazing podcast where they talk about the top Billboard hits of different years, and then they go through the songs and they bop or stop them. Like, is it a bop or do you want it? to stop. So we are going to do that as a little plug for their show with our Spotify 2020 wrapped playlists. We will also be revealing who our number one artist of 2020 was and what our number one song of 2020 was. You know, basically, what was the art that helped us cope with the intense stress and anxiety that was 2020? We had such a fun time. It didn't even feel... I Honestly, it felt like we had recorded for three hours or something because I was just having such a fun time laughing with Tom. Tom is someone that is just inherently entertaining to watch and listen to. Tom, every day on Instagram, has an Instagram story where it's just Tom making coffee. Um, that, that's all it is. It's it's just it's just Tom making coffee, and for some reason it is one of my most. I, I actually it's the one thing I do watch every day. It's 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 part of my daily routine now. Like it, it's it's life now. If he stops making the coffee, I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do. So it, it's we should all so happy that Tom is here. And honestly, what better time to have Tom than for the grand finale? And, you know, better late than never, you know what I mean? So, without me rambling and wasting any more time, let's jump into my conversation with Tom Cornell. Listeners, I am so excited for today's guest, who I have wanted on the show for a very long time, and somehow it's taken until the season finale (laughs) for it to happen. (laughs) But what a way to go out. They are the host of the podcast, It Bears Repeating, and the one I'm currently obsessed with, Recollect, it is Tom Cornell. Wow, wow, wow. Save the best for last, truly. I'm <laughs> blessed to be here. I We see the recording signal in the top left. Yeah. Do people know about your last episode? Okay, so um, I like to keep things real with the audience, so okay. and whatever, they're really funny. So, okay, audience. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> originally the finale was going to be a completely different topic. It was going to be me and Aaron 
um, Holman, who I do two gays watch a movie with, and Samantha LeBrock, who's been on the show before, and Tom, going through one of Tom's favorite topics in the world, talking about RuPaul's <laughs> Drag Race. Pull we me talk- out of retirement for it. <laughs> Pull me out of retirement, because I first came to know Tom from It Bears Repeating when they were recapping RuPaul's Drag Race. So I thought, oh, he'd love to come on and talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> but we actually had a very fun time and talked for nearly two hours. Whereupon when I went. It was like almost two hours, yeah. Where yeah, I went to end the audio, and there was no audio to end. the The audio had been ended itself from, and then I went, "Oh no, when did it cut out?" Hopefully, not too far. It cut out uh, like twenty seconds in, so I just don't even know. So we're here I, today. <laughs> I could not believe. I felt so bad, but I was like. There we, we couldn't do that episode again. The whole mystery was no. like us hearing each other's top 10 and like ragging on each other about it. So, oh, yeah, like the other, uh, I bless them, but I remember Sam and Aaron are both like, oh, we can just do it again. It's fine. I'm like, no, we can't do it again <laughs> because, yeah, like you can't say milk as one of your top 10 <laughs> the second time and get the same reaction that you do <laughs> the first time. Also, not my top 10. I just am letting you know that milk was in somebody's top 10. It was and not in I'm my not top 10 either. Not, not to <laughs> narrow it down, not to do a, who wants a million, who wants to be a millionaire 50-50? 50-50 lifeline. It was not me or Tom. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you like to phone a friend and find out the real answer, you can continue with that. <laughs> she but can yeah, help herself. So, oh. <laughs> ooh, ooh. But I figure it maybe was kismet because you don't really like to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race that much. So we are here to talk about something you actually enjoy talking about, which is music. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we will be discussing our, we're both Spotify gays, um, and we'll be discussing our year-end Spotify information. Yes, we are. So it's kind of like Recollect. I think that's what we're doing. Yeah, why don't you tell them about Recollect? So Recollect is uh, a Patreon-only podcast that me and Tiffany, who also co-hosts It Bears Repeating with me, what we do is every week, one of us like is the host and we run the show. And what the person who runs the show does is they pick a week in history, a history not too long ago, a, hi- a week in history where we both were alive. And we look at the Billboard Hot 100, the top 10, and we go through all those 10 songs and talk about whether they're a bop or a stop. And it is sometimes we just laugh at the song. Sometimes we have a really good time. And sometimes we just like don't know the song. It runs the gambit but singing along is encouraged. We have a, we have a blast doing it. It's literally the most fun. And we also do like a free feed. So you get four episodes when you do the Patreon and then one episode a month we release to the public. So Mm -hmm. there is like a new one out as of a couple days. I'm mostly addicted to your Instagram story for the podcast because we as the audience get to bop or stop all of these different songs. And some of them are like, Oh my God, I love that song. Or, Oh God, not that one. Yeah. And then every week we get to pick a couple honorable mentions. I am notorious for picking like seven honorable mentions and Tiffany says I'm not allowed to do that. So we've narrowed it. Three is the maximum now. All right, all right. What are some of the worst songs that you've come across that you forgot existed? Can you think of any? Uh, um, Well, I will say it's like in context in 2020, some songs made me go, ooh, like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. um, like yeah. I, I didn't really care for Justin Timberlake at the time, but I probably would have bopped some of his songs, but I really don't care for Justin Timberlake as a human now. So I've stopped mm, yeah. every, every time he's come across, I like stop it immediately. <laughs> Even um, Sexy like, Back? <laughs> yeah, I stopped it. Which is I did. Of a- I like... 
it's weird i love that song if i'm saying did i bop to it back in the day i definitely did but you listen to it so, now and it is kind of just like him being like i'm being sexy back it's like oh okay <laughs> get all of that too um the aqua's barbie girl was like a moment that like and i i stopped that too and i was just like i remember liking this at the time but i had that whole album kind of, so we try to say is like if this song came on the radio in the car today, oh, are you okay. changing the station or are you gonna listen to this song all the way through? I would change from Barbie Girl, I have to admit. Yeah. So um like one surprise, I'll tell you like a surprise thing that we both bopped because we kind of forgot about it. But like Maria Maria by Santana, we were like, this last oh, we like that, really oh, got a, into it. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good yeah. one. But I mean, anytime the Spice Girls come across, I'm like, well, of course. They're all bops. They're all, I'm sorry. Uh, Well, except for Mama, which is the only one I'll argue on, but. Well, that's not a bop. That's definitely a, a um, let's stop and have a moment for four minutes singing about about our mamas. Um, It was probably not my favorite. I probably thought it was the most like brilliant, uh, emotional ballad of our time when I was a dumb middle schooler though. Yeah, like when I was seven years old, that was pure artistry. And I was like, Mama, I love you. You know, just like hands up like I'm yeah. in church. Like, Oh, yeah. The show that actually has been really reminding me of old bops is watching, I was kind of late to the show, but watching Pen15 because they Ooh. are literally my age. So all of their references from when the kids set in 2000, I go, oh, fuck, that was a song. <laughs> like That was a song. And they have like oh, all sorts of good stuff. And there was an episode where they play the Spice Girls with all of their friends, like for make believe. And I was like, oh that was God. me, except I wasn't allowed to be a Spice Girl because I was a gay boy. So I had to be the manager. That's that's homophobic. That's, I I was listening to one of your past episodes, and you said that, and I had to stop the podcast to laugh for like ten stop solid it. minutes. <laughs> I could not I, I could not believe that you had to play Meatloaf. Or like not me, love. That's the bus driver, the uh, other guy, Richard, Richard, whatever uh, actor, the mean one, the guy, the like mean he was, one. I'm yeah. the mean British one. Yeah, it's, yeah. I was like, how dare you? Oh my God, I, I always want... got to be baby, but I was always the one who's like, let's play Spice Girls. <laughs> well, because they were like, well, you can't be one of the Spice Girls. That would be weird. And I'm like, you're weird. You think you're posh? Fuck you. <laughs> not posh i'm boshed in my nike windbreaker jacket and awful jeans i'm, I'm gonna high kick <laughs> and do like the least give, come on honey give us nothing vocally that's pretty much what victoria beckham did in the spice girls but i still loved her why is that because she did this she did this is a not a visual medium but i know but everyone knows i said she did this with her hands like this he's doing the beckham hand and if you know the spice girls you know it (laughs) and honestly i what we did an episode of it bears repeating where we just just, like discuss spice world as a thing and i like did not like victoria beckham whenever i was young and like really into the spice girls Mm, but when i watched that movie back i was like oh she was the best one oh she's the best one she's she gets the movie she really gets the movie she really got into it she was like i know what camp is do you the part where i'm like (laughs) yes queen that you you get this is when they're doing the obstacle course and then you see her the camera pans out and she's walking along the uh tubes they're all crawling through (laughs) in her stiletto i'm like come on her camo tube dress come on my favorite moment i i have so many from spice world but i just oh, like I whenever the kids the kids in the coma and she's like i'm victoria malcolm i'm victoria malcolm 
<laughs> this dress is dry clean only, Melanie. Oh, shut up, Melanie. <laughs> Oh no! The one she drives oh, I love, the bus. She drives the bus. For some reason, I love it when she tells Jerry to shut up because I'm like, oh, shut up, Jerry. I oh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I could talk uh, about Victoria Beckham for a whole hour. Um, me too. Well, so I do do a, a segment called "Your Birth in Pop Culture," which is when mm-hmm. I give you pop culture related facts, section two, the day you were born. But you don't care about movies, so I'm just gonna kind of like it was a Steven Seagal movie. If I don't okay. remember the name of it, like that's how that's how forgettable it was. I remember you to- you've told me this before because famously I've been on your podcast. We've done this. Before. We've done this once. <laughs> I rem- I don't remember what it was either. I do know my song the year I was born though, but I knew it that time too. Would you like to tell the audience your birthday? It's Black Cat Nine Lives, Jan- Janet Jackson. <laughs> Yes, but when is your birthday? Oh, October 25th, 1990. I'm a child. I'm like 30 and I'm like, I'm still like, I'm so young. I'm a child. Like, why do people think I should have responsibility? I'm sorry. I always think I'm so old until I talk to someone that's older and they go, no, you're a child. Like, trust me, you're still a child. You may not feel like you're a child, but you're a child. I feel like even when I'm 50, there's going to be some 70-year-old who's like, yeah, you've never even lived life yet. <laughs> oh, when I was 50. Yeah, not when I was 50, I was jumping out of airplanes. <laughs> I do feel like when I hit 30, that's when my brain went, hmm, I think this is when we're supposed to, like, get our shit together. Like, I think this is it. I think we're supposed Millennials to- were not allowed to. Like, like, life keeps getting thrown at us left and right. I don't think we have to. Like, I just think we get to do this freelancing nonsense that we've been doing for our whole lives for the... Well, like, I'm not gonna have kids. Like, I know that about myself. Like, oh, I, and I'm I not gonna retire, and I know that about myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess for me, like, since I like you know, like acting and all of that nonsense, that's not really something you <laughs> unless you get famous, see a lot of money mm-hmm. from, but you also just kind of do it forever unless you decide to quit. So I don't know. My my future is still like a question mark bubble in my head of like, I don't know. We'll see. And also, like being an actor, there's like some weird, gross mortality thing attached to it because your roles start to change. Like oh, you're like, yeah. oh, I'm no, I'm no longer the high schooler. Hmm. Oh, honey, let Are me you tell sure? you, I had to approach that a lot quicker than others because I didn't look like a high schooler in high school. So I was playing the dad in high school already. So then when I hit my 20s, I'm like, what do I play? Because <laughs> they'd be like, well, you read older than your age. And I'm like, fuck Ooh. all of you. I feel like I've, I've neutraled <laughs> out. I feel like I've leveled out now. With like, no, you look good. You don't have any like wrinkles or anything. I'm like, okay, we, we moisturize, we moisturize. But I also- well, d- So maybe when everyone else gets older, you'll be start, you'll start playing younger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you'll just do. be in your 30s until you're like 50. Oh, that's what I hope. That's what you can only hope for. When also yeah. like being a gay actor is tricky too because I'm not trying to go in to play the butch cop or something or like someone's dad. Um like Can you can you give us like a line or two of like butch quality oh, uh, audio? Butch quality audio? Like uh yeah. <laughs> give me a scenario. I I I don't even know how to do. I'm not an actor. I just okay, I feel um, like it just how about you're my wife, um, okay. and you're you're welcoming me home from work uh, with a cocktail. 
We're going to 50s drag. Honey, I made your favorite an old fashioned. Thank you, dear. It was such a crazy day at the office. <laughs> we can only do it if it's like the 1950s, though. Yeah, like it has to be the 50s. It has I had to, to be the 50s. Le- if you didn't see, he grabbed my leather briefcase with his yes, pearls. Yes. <laughs> and now I have a martini or a Manhattan, possibly. Yeah, I just, yeah. I feel like I can put it on, but it f- does not feel appropriate. <laughs> it does not feel I, right. <laughs> I find that, well, I can't do it at all. I can't even like pretend to be a masculine. And why would you want to? to be totally no, honest. I don't really want to, but like, I can't even like move like a straight person. Like, I don't have that in me. Like, they're like, Tom, what are you doing with your hands? I'm like, why people don't do like color guard with their hands whenever they're straight? Like, I don't understand that. Or like, just walking. Like, people they don't like, think about- People as they're walking down the hallway. I don't know. I walk to a beat. Like, there's a very specific way mm-hmm. I walk and I can't, not, I can't not do it. Well, for me, I spent a lot of my time in my 20s thinking, okay, how do I play straight? How do I play straight? After like- stiffen my wrists and all it's just so exhausting and finally I went you know what else you could do like you could just be a gay character actor and like that's a thing like that is something you can do and so I'm kind of in this new phase of my career where I'm like I'll watch a movie and there'll be some really funny gay character actor that has maybe like a few lines but they're hilarious I'm like I'll be that like like honestly I'd be happy doing that because I just I I'm not I don't like playing straight honestly it sounds like if you start writing your own stuff and doing like youtube and instagram and stuff like that seems to be like the way like into that kind of stuff i just need to like rip the band-aid off and start doing it because i always psych myself out when i think about putting together a project because i don't feel like i'm a writer but i've also had this epiphany lately where i realize i have deemed myself not a writer even though i've never written anything So, so technically I'm correct, but I also have no evidence to go like based off. Like I haven't written some, well, I did write a really bad play in, in high school. Like it was very bad. You were in high school. Yeah. Like I, I didn't know how to end my play. So I gave the lead character cancer. <laughs> That's, that sounds right. That sounds the, like something I The note from do. my teacher was good character development. Love the, love the story ending question mark question mark Mm. so i went i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i guess i just don't want to play straight i just don't want to do it like it's why would you want to i want to i've done it enough um yeah like i can do (laughs) i can do straight if it's like in a musical and it's over the top and it's it's something sort of stylized then i can do like i had to play straight when I was in the producers but I was like Mel Brooks straight which is very not based on anything real yeah but like I don't want to be like you know Mike who's a part-time cop that's having trouble with his wife Claire and uh she's got the kids right now and she's staying at her mom's house like I don't want to do that yeah that's a lot no that's not fun people don't realize that that's not fun it's not fun (laughs) yeah like that's not fun like, uh, like I, I, I appreciate the actor, the gay actors that that can do that and enjoy doing that. I am not one of them. Yeah, like Matt Bomer does a really good job. Oh, Matt Bomer! Matt Bomer does a good job at everything. Well, except when mm, I didn't like when he played a trans character in that one movie. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't actually oh, follow Matt Bomer's career. <laughs> yeah, Maybe I, just... I should have even told you that. And you're like, oh, what a shame. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing. 
<laughs> I, I like don't know anyone's trajectory in life. Like people will tell me that someone does, did something and I'm like, oh, did they? I'm oh, sorry what? if you can hear that. My dog is throwing shit around upstairs. You have the cutest dog. She's the best. Also the worst. But her name's Riot and she's big and she causes a lot of problems. But now that we've been recording in the carpeted floor, it seems to be that people complain about her. Less, you just gooped is- me. I've, I've thought that your dog was male this entire time. You know what's even funnier? Her name, I wanted to name her Chuck, but I didn't because. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I love whenever, like, when you get, like, I love when girls have guy names. I just, I, like, love that. So I was like, if I get a girl dog, I'm going to name her something stupid. And I was like, Chuck is, like, the perfect name for a dog. One, no one's not even, they don't even name your boy dog Chuck, let alone your girl dog. And then but the I like I, it when uh, pets have like a name that's just another type of animal. Like, oh, this is my dog fish. <laughs> oh, this is my iguana turtle. <laughs> <laughs> but the person I did buy Riot, which I won't do again. I'm gonna adopt the next time I get a dog. But mm-hmm. I wanted like have a puppy, which I would also never do again. <laughs> oh, I never want to have a puppy again. Yeah, no. Uh but the person I was buying it off of had like a really, really terrible ex named Chuck. And I was like, I don't think I should name this dog Chuck. That feels like bad vibes. Yeah. So she's Riot with two T's because I'm gay. You know? <laughs> well, because the funny thing about you is you don't follow, this is the pop culture podcast, but you don't follow a lot of movies or TV a lot generally. Yes? Or no? No, not, 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 not really. I like, I would tell, well, the last movie I like sat down to watch all the way through was uh, The Invisible Man. But before that was, was like a long time. And I like, like just at I all, like just in, in general watching a movie. Yeah. Or like even TV. And also when I start watching a television show that people recommend to me, <laughs> yeah. I'll like watch the first three episodes. And I'm like, I don't know about this. And then normally <laughs> and you have to get further into it than a couple episodes. Yeah. And I realize that, but then I like give up on it. And then, then I just find myself like sitting in silence a lot. And I'm like, maybe oh, yeah, if I like I get that. partake in these things that people <laughs> tell me that I would like. I literally will sit in silence on my couch for like two hours accidentally and mm-hmm. realize I've just been looking at my phone without just anything playing. And I guess that's fine. Yeah. I guess it's fine. But, or I have a big thing. If someone recommends a show to me, it sometimes will take me months to finally watch it. And they'll go, why oh, because you Because you don't want to be like coerced. <laughs> yeah. Because then you feel like it wasn't yours. Like I didn't get to find that on my own. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel it- like. I was going to say, I don't know what this is about my personality, but whenever there's a hit show and if I watch it and mm-hmm. enjoy it, I'm like, God damn it. Fuck. I think I like this show. <laughs> I feel like that happened to a lot of people with Shit's Creek and Shit's Creek is a show that I enjoy, but you have to Great get to like show. season four before like it really starts. And like, oh, that's a long, so? I don't, a lot of people have issues until Patrick's and in, like, introduced. oh, I don't, that's, that's, so I don't either because I really like the melodrama of the family, but some <laughs> yes. people, they can't connect to that. So they need to see these people start becoming human. And I don't really think that's I think you happening. need to watch them be awful in season one so that you can have the full arc. So, cause I think with Shit's Creek, that's so great is I feel like all of the emotional moments on that show are so earned because they've evolved awful. so yeah. much you know but also not evolved i mean they've evolved in some ways but at the end of the show like they're still a little <laughs> well a yeah little they're not perfect but no one is they're yeah, like a lot better than they about were that show yeah and the other thing but i, I also... loved about um i could talk about no, go ahead. the whole two hour as well i was gonna say i just love that it wasn't another show where it's like a rich spoiled family that goes to a small town and all of the small town people are like stupid it was actually like a a, a 
subversion of that because everyone in the yeah. town was like, yeah, we're not intimidated by you. Like we actually find you kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you you're absurd. You're... Like you're the problem, yeah. not us. Like we're not the problem. <laughs> right. But I tend to like really like niche television shows. Like Ooh. I really liked the show Dead Like Me, which was like out in the early oh, yeah. 2000s. And I'll watch yeah. that over and over again. That's about Grim Reapers. Yeah. Like, why was I watching that? Like, why was that what I was into? I also like this one show it had one season, not even all the episodes aired. It's called Wonderfalls. They only aired like three or four oh, episodes yeah. of it. I never watched love it. Have it on DVD, bust it out at least once a year to watch the whole thing. All I right. love it. So like, but it's not on Netflix. I can't, I can't suggest that to people. I'm like, well, you have to buy the box set. Like, I'm so sorry, but like, that's the only way to watch this. <laughs> yeah. Well, are is there anything? So, do you watch anything current? Anything current? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did watch. I did watch a docu series recently. I watched Murder on. I think it's called Middle Beach, but it's an HBO four part docu series. Oh, yeah. About that the. Yeah, but I I love I love anything that has to do with pyramid schemes. And I didn't even know that there was going to be a pyramid scheme aspect to it when <laughs> right. I went in. And then the second episode, I was like, this is my shit. I'm into this. Are you but into far- murder mystery shit? Oh, like, yeah. True crime? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But also, I would rather listen to a podcast about something, like talking mm. about something, mm-hmm. than to sit down and watch it. I don't like being held down and like having to like watch things. <laughs> held down. <laughs> not held down but like i'm really bad i know i'm gonna be on my phone i'm gonna miss stuff like i know that's about oh, that's okay. like an adhd thing within mm-hmm. me that i know so like for me to sit down and like movies are too long and i can do a show <laughs> as long as it has momentum you know like but if a movie takes too long to build i'm like out i feel like lifetime movies are probably perfect for you because those usually oh. only about an hour 20 minutes let me tell you this. This is going to make some of your listeners mad. This is going to make you mad. So I tried to I tried to watch Hamilton. Oh, yeah. I did my best. I How made did it you 10 get to minutes. Hamilton from Lifetime movie? <laughs> like I said, people are not going to really like what I have to say. So I got 10 minutes in and I was like, I don't think this is good. And then it just turned oh! off. And I... <laughs> Hot take. I like stopped it. I stopped Hamilton, it. Not good. <laughs> but I only watched 10 minutes of it. So like I really can't comment on the whole thing. But I will tell you I did not like the first 10 minutes. I Lin Man, how you guys watch Lin Manuel Miranda do that. And he's the worst one. He's terrible. He was terrible. Oh, I was like, is, I don't think I could. Oh, he's the worst one. He is the worst one. I was like, I don't think I can watch this. And I, you guys forgive him I mean, because he rapping, wrote it. But he's not good at singing. And then everyone was like, we well, have to wait till the sisters come in. And I was like, I think I'm oh, good. Oh my God. Now you, I think you would flip for the sisters. That's the thing. Well, they weren't in the first 10 minutes. And that was on Hamilton for not Well, technically they experience. are in the first 10 minutes. They just don't have a solo yet. Well, maybe. I don't know. It's well, just people well, screaming work, work at me. They were work, work. work and I was like, okay. Work, yeah, I was like, okay. They were just work, working at me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton I scream work a lot. For, for me to be overwhelmed by a work, work was a lot. <laughs> you the know, delivery was incorrect. Hamilton has enough people liking it. So you're allowed to not, <laughs> to not enjoy it. But don't come fight me. I just admit it. I only watched the first 10 minutes and I hated the first 10 minutes. So I just didn't bother with the rest. Do but it might honest, redeem itself. The first 10 minutes is my least favorite part of the musical. So and actually, I kind well, of... that's a like, weird place to... That's a weird place well, to Well, some people the love the minutes. opening number. I just find it to be the most boring part of the, the... I mean, it's like impressive. Like, no, yeah, good job with all your dancing and like all the syncopation. Like that looks really hard, but like it's not my favorite part. I like it when it gets into the, honestly, the non-Hamilton people. 
Um, ironic for a show called Hamilton. Um, yeah. Like I, because well, I, well, I also I'm not a bro person. Um, I don't care about the men in something as much as I do the women. So the women yeah, are the okay, most. That's interesting like famously part of it. a gay quality. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my God, yeah. like I, I don't, yeah. Uh, like I, I don't really care about men who win like awards for like movies and stuff. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't even care. Like, oh, who would you fine. yell at the you most? Like, who, who are you the most butch with? Like the most butch. <laughs> it's the category most butch. Most Best butch. leading bush. <laughs> butch, not bush. <laughs> leading bush. What are you watching? Stop it. <laughs> oh, these are gay porn awards. He's like, these are. Oh, 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 okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm familiar. Oh man, yeah. Like I. Well, did you watch? Did you watch Pose when it was on? Because that's oh a great uh, yeah, I did. Oh, <laughs> I didn't finish. I have one more episode to watch. I like. Okay. I'm not all the way caught up, but I like. I did. I do. I do love Pose. I deeply love Pose, but I don't trust it because Ryan Murphy is some his hand in it, and I don't trust him. Well, I've, I've heard that he's kind of like he kind of like got it started for them. Like, hey, let me like help get it on the air, and then he kind of like gave it over to them. Like, here you go. Well, I don't think he even it's directed like, any episodes in the last season. I don't know. All I know is that I've watched Ryan Murphy productions before sure. and I've been betrayed. But so far, I gotta say, those first two seasons, pretty solid. Excellent. The amount of money they spend on music rights for that show Fuck. is... Fuck, oh my God. Yeah, it's so good. They do so good. Which, granted, I feel like that was because they, at the time, thought, well, they, we have no stars in our show, so we'll make up for it with music. So I was grateful for the music. There, I remember I had somehow had never been aware of this song, but there's um, a Diana Ross song called The Boss that they oh, use. Oh, you've never heard that? I wasn't, it wasn't like on my radar. I probably had heard okay. it like in a department store or something, but I wasn't like bopping to it in my everyday <laughs> life. And I remember being like, what the fuck is this song? And so like, it did give me a nice education on 80s songs. Anything that basically was 80s that wasn't Cyndi Lauper, Madonna, Michael Jackson, or like fucking um, like... <sighs> Yeah, the norm, the normal, the normal stuff. I mean, that's that show introduced me to the song "Private Dancer" by Tina Turner, and for oh, that, see, I'm forever grateful. Dancer. I knew. <laughs> well, Dancer. I just, I think knew of it, but I don't think I've ever heard it. And then the scene that they use it in, I was <sighs> like, oh, that, a private Dominic dancer, Jackson is a dancer goddess. for money, dancer for money, <laughs> <laughs> do what you want me to do. <laughs> yeah, so wild. That. Um, also, I fucking love. I mean, it was. I, I I have not cried so much at an episode of television as I did the the candy specific episode in season two. Yeah, that was like queer therapy. I was just like just like sobbing. They the really pulled time. one. They pulled the wool makes, over our eyes because she was God. nasty in that series. And then they, spoiler alert, they kill her off. And then you're like, I actually liked her. Bring him oh. back. Like, just uh, at like least, at least he like put her on American Horror Story right after. So I was like, yay, I want to see her more. But I was just and like, she's on yeah. something else. She just landed something else recently. Oh, so yeah, yeah. See her um, again. I can't remember what it was. And you're not the person to ask. So, so it's not me, but I knew because I follow her. <laughs> like, I was like, well, she, she, Angelica Ross. Is, and yeah, I, I always loved Candy, even though she was a stone cold bitch. <laughs> she wasn't, she was. She was hard for me to like for a lot of it. But like I, there were some moments where she was super great, even though she was like being a bitch. For whatever reason, I like bitchy characters, even though I know like, oh, they're awful. But it's like, it's because it's so not in my nature to be that way that it, I find it fascinating to watch 
someone else gets to like yeah. live that fantasy. Yeah. Live vicariously through it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me either. <laughs> also, this is this is a, a swing. So do a swing. Get ready. You like swings. The woman who plays Electra. Yeah. She's not a good actress, but we let her do her thing on that show. Oh yes. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> I wouldn't say she's a great actress, but I she's great at being on that show. She has a good, she has a great attitude for yes. what she's doing. <laughs> but I don't well, know I that like she's she was delivering almost... the lines very well. Well, she's someone who I feel like was almost hired to just be herself on camera. Like, I feel like they just like That's plucked her true. from the ball scene and were like, hey, like, do you want to be on this? Sh-? And I think she's gotten better. Because I think if you watch season two as opposed to season one. It was better nice in moments. season two. Yeah. yeah. But the but season admit... one, she was just talking like this. Just talking like this. <laughs> 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 you're a bag of saggy rotting meat <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you like the fish you'll never be <laughs> and also like India Moore they have me questioning my sexuality at every turn I so I just so oh and oh and and Poppy Oh, Poppy. So fine. We all deserve a Poppy. <laughs> oh, so fine. And Dylan Burnside, we did not deserve. Ooh, Dylan Burnside. Oh, my God. It just, uh, it, yeah, yeah. It's it's all working for me. I'm in I'm, I'm love with that show. Um, I hate that we had to get everything delayed so much because of 2020. And now I'm they're kind of like, we don't know how though. we're going to do the show again because <laughs> we can't really do ballroom scenes. So I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to cross. I feel like they're going to have to do like digital effects to create crowds or something because there's no way to do pose without doing ballroom culture but you can't film a ballroom scene right now yeah (laughs) you can't socially distance a ballroom scene yeah but i know that they're like either have prepped filming or are already filming the newest seasons i don't know what they're gonna do i'm well well we'll find out i guess i guess this might be where it jumps the shark well i mean (laughs) It's like when the writers striked in um, oh god, two thousand seven or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. That was well, TV we back got then. A lot was of, cuckoo. We got a lot of reality TV in that moment. Yeah, I feel like and we're like, gonna get all... a lot more of like the circle and like Love Is Blind. You know, I'm not mad at it. That's very casual TV that I can have on the oh, background yeah. oh, to like perfect. not be paying attention to. Oh, but yeah. the way they edit the circle is bananas. And I hate this fucking automated voice thing. Like I can't oh, I hate that. like why can't they just they I don't need to hear them talking. It'd be like, whatever, the circle, do this, blah blah blah. You've been invited like, I just to don't... a chat with Kelly. Yeah, I don't need that. Like... <laughs> <I> don't <care. laughs> you don't you don't need to be doing all that. I realize you're doing it for a reason, but sure. but the like the way they edit the circle, they're like, okay, like now this person who was eliminated is going to go into someone else's room. Oh, God. But that will be yeah. on the next episode. Like the way they edit it so that you keep going is so dumb, first of all, because I'm like, yeah. I'm on Netflix. Like it's already going to auto play. Like just like, why are you even like doing this? Like leave me alone. But they do that so you don't stop after an episode. But no one's going to stop anyway. I-, I would have, for me to get through the circle, I'd have to hit pause. But okay, then they okay. do like the thing where they're like, well, you need to find out what happens at the beginning of the next episode. But then you're already halfway through the next episode and you're like, well, I might as well finish. Then there's another cliffhanger. Yeah. Oh, they, they're <laughs> good. They are good at the cliffhanger. And, and the I thing wasted with- four hours of my life on that show. And then someone spoiled for it, <gasps> spoiled it for me on Instagram. Oh. And I was like, well, I'm not watching the rest of this. Wait, what did so. they spoil? A spoiler they told alert. me who won. Oh, fuck that. That's no, I don't like that. I don't like yeah, that I was like, this is so great. And then he, the person was the person messaged me and they were like, oh, yeah, it was really great that so and so won. 
And I was like, okay, well now I'm why am I watching this now? Like this oh, is oh, there, no, that was once, the whole oh, thing. If you know that, it's done. Like why why are you doing yeah. this? It's like if someone told me who won like America's next top model halfway through, I'd be like, oh, and then whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I don't need to see how we yeah. get there. Because I remember I had seen the circle on Netflix being advertised to me very aggressively. And I thought, no, I'm not going to watch the circle. I don't watch TV like that. I watch narrative television. And then there was, it was early in As quarantine. a RuPaul's Drag Race stand, you had the audacity to say, I don't watch shit like the circle. I guess it feels different. <laughs> it feels somehow different. I don't know what to tell you. Um, because at least with RuPaul's Drag Race, I have like cool queer representation, like watching, you know, people you know it, it feels different to me in my brain it's probably not different at all but it feels different <laughs> but I wasn't gonna Fair. watch it and then it was early in quarantine and I was very bored this is when I had nothing to do and that's when we were like locked down locked down like you yes. only could get groceries locked well, down and I didn't have I wasn't even podcasting yet so I really had nothing to do so I thought I'm gonna just watch an episode of this dumb show the circle and then cue to me of having binged the entire thing in two days and what I found fascinating about the circle is it was almost like an uh, experiment in empathy because when the show started, there were several people where I'm like, oh, I cannot fucking stand that person. Like, but then it'd be like five episodes in, I go, oh God, do I like understand that person now? Like, <laughs> right. Has this changed my perspective on this broy dude from Boston? But, I mean, I still wasn't like a big fan. <laughs> wasn't like you know standing him I don't follow him on social media but I but oddly okay didn't I didn't hate him as much at the end yeah I can't remember his name right now I mean at the beginning of quarantine I watched a show that I never thought I would have watched had you told me the premise of it so I watched The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart which was the best six episodes of television I've ever seen and I would 100% do it again but it was a wild premise of a television show wait what was it called the Bachelor presents, colon, listen to your heart. What's listen to your heart? I don't know this. Oh. Zach. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay. So here was the premise. So it's, uh, it's obviously like a version of The Bachelor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Presents, of course. <clears throat> what happened was uh, 12 guys and t- eight girls entered oh. The Bachelor house. Oh. They are all musicians. Oh. They had to... Fall, pick someone, fall in love with them, and make music with them, and perform what? in front of judges. And they were rated on not only their singing, but also the love they showed for each other on stage. And that was how they were eliminated. And when they presented roses, they had to present them to each other one at a time. It was buku bananas. And in oh. the second episode, they released the best reality television show character I've ever seen. Oh. Her name was Natasha and her oh. name was spelled so stupid. It was like N-A-T-A-S-C-H-A. <laughs> and she stirred the pot so hot and so hard in the first episode that she was on. And then they all, then she all of a sudden was a character. I didn't know she was going to be allowed to play, but she like all of a sudden was like getting picked to, for rose ceremonies. It was awesome. It was oh, wow. the last episode's a little bit of a letdown, but like it's awesome like to what watch it at on? least until that. What did you watch? I, it's on Hulu. You should watch it. Oh, you can fuck. watch it on Hulu. Yeah, but The that. Bachelor, like all of their episodes are like three hours long. So I would recommend if you don't have the premium Hulu, up update for that month to watch those episodes. You don't have to sit through commercials <laughs> and then yeah. like go back to basic. Oh, God. Uh, I remember, I don't know what the show was called, but I remember that they had advertised some reality competition show where it was, a, it was two people that had to learn a couple's dance but like by themselves 
and they would only and they would first meet this person as like their quote unquote blind date when they did their final dance with this person for the first time that they had not been rehearsing with. And so it's like the first time they're meeting each other, they're doing that. <laughs> I remember seeing commercials for that. That what is that? I don't the know reality shows are bananas. But you know, I love when they get that bananas. Like I I don't know who I remember. Like the masked singer, that shit is bananas, but I am so addicted to it. For personal reasons, uh, because I feel personally attacked by Robin Thicke and Jenny McCarthy. Oh, Robin I Thicke. refuse to watch a show that makes them get money. Oh, like I refuse. Fair. Oh, that is fair. But I <laughs> am very intrigued by it. Like when people tell me what's happening, I'm like, oh Robin like, Thicke, I he, think he's gross. That's definitely valid a valid. He's point. gross. And Jenny McCarthy's an anti-vaxxer. So like, how good is she? Especially in the time of a pandemic. You're going to let her talk? No. Leave her alone. Let's get her off the air. (laughs) No, I'm saying let's like leave her alone. And then like, let's not bring her. (laughs) Yeah, don't bring her on to the, what a weird group of people to bring on to a project. I like Nicole Scherzinger. I was like, love you. She's fine. She's she's great. great. Well, I just remember there was an episode where, of course, they wear the like silly costumes on the mask singer. And Robin Thicke was trying to guess who he thought was like, I can't tell because I can't see her body. And I went, I don't like that. I don't like that sentence that you just said. He's like, I can't, I can't feel her body. (laughs) But I do know, like, I like I obviously the Wendy Williams thing blew up on TikTok. So I'm very familiar with it. A little vampin, ooh, ooh, ooh. Like I like know all of that. Like, so I'm yeah. I'm okay. I remember, um, I've told this story. I'm so sorry, audience. I've told this story before, but <laughs> wait, I think I did. I told it somewhere. <laughs> Maybe it was here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see, let's see. I've listened to a lot of your back catalog, so. It was the first season and they, they do the clue package before they sing for the first time. And I clocked her, it was like, 30 seconds in because it was oh, just you like, did say that Tori Spelling. Yeah, I was like, some people yeah. might say I'm Hollywood royalty. And I was like, that's Tori Spelling. I don't know where you said it. It might not have been on your own podcast. It might have been on something that you were like a guest on, but I do remember no, no, you I telling think it, them. I think it was. No, it was this. Oh, it was pfft, it was from the last episode. <laughs> but I at least remembered. Um, no, but like yeah. the, sometimes they give the clues where you're like, oh, I know exactly who this is. This is even a mystery. But sometimes I'm like, what the fuck? And then when they finally reveal who it is, they're like, the reason there was apples in their clue pack is because they're from Ohio. And you're like, fuck you. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know that. And like, also, I don't know where anyone's from. Like, no, I, like, why would I know that? They're like... I know, like, Jenny, know. like, J-Lo is from the block. That's, like, all I know. Right. Only because she had a song about it. And if they but, use it as a clue, it'd be, like, a dead giveaway. Right. But what they should do First is all, use that as J-Lo a clue and then have a Shanti in one of those costumes and really throw them for a curve. If J-Lo was ever on The Masked Singer, I would cry. Because I'd be like, what's happened? What's going on here? This is very depressing. But they had, like, what's-her-face, um, Tori, Tori Kelly. Oh, did about? they? I heard yeah. that she was on The Masked Singer. I should be more and tell myself I'm not okay. She was also on American Idol. Oh, wow. I'm so stupid. I thought she was a voice girl. I know she might have done the whole tour. I don't know. I feel like once you're on one, you're on all of them. <laughs> well, Kelly Clarkson, whatever we do, is now on the voice. I'm like, that's not your show. That's not where you're Well, it's. Uh, yeah, but she's better on the voice. The American Idol is garbage, hot garbage now. Oh, it's like, hot I don't know. Garbage. 
Um, my parents still watch it. I think there's one of 10 people. That's that- so like white bread middle America. That's my parents. So like watch American Idol in 2020. Like that's bananas. Oh, yeah, they watch that. They watch CBS. They watch Hallmark Channel. <laughs> like how CBS. <laughs> Listen, you people who get it, get it. Like CBS, <laughs> it checks out. I gotta tell you. Okay. They okay. Watch, oh, we love Blue Bloods. We love watching Blue oh, Bloods and Elementary. Yeah. Like it's just very like, you know, they love all that, all that <laughs> Um, and then they watch Hallmark movies, and that's that's what they watch. Uh, <laughs> they also enjoyed the Dolly Parton musical a, a lot from Netflix. Oh, I'm not going to partake in don't, that, no, but I'm happy don't, it no. exists. We don't talk, don't watch it. <laughs> don't I, watch first it. of all, if you think I'm not going to watch a movie or a musical, I'm definitely not watching a Christmas themed movie musical it like that. <laughs> oh, it was bad. Like, I mean, I, no offense to Miss Parton, but uh, it was. If, if it wasn't for the high camp factor of having Jennifer Lewis and Kristen Bransky and everything in it, that mm-hmm. made it like somewhat watchable, but not much. Like it, it just got me through it. I got, and yeah. I have, I've had to watch it twice. I've had to watch it twice. You had to? Well, because I watched it of my own decision making. Okay. And then when I went home for Thanksgiving, they said, oh, what can we all watch together? Because they're, they're very conservative. So I have to find things that's appropriate to watch. And they went, oh, what's this Dolly Parton thing? And so I just kind of was on my phone the whole time. So I didn't like really like watch it, watch it. Really watch it. But they were like into it. Like they like, like unironically loved it. They went, that checks out. (laughs) It's made for people like my parents. Yeah. Okay. So before I don't even like, we've gone so many tangents, but that's that's the nature of this show. Um, Well, yeah, you almost have, you're going to have like two podcasts worth of content. Whatever. It's fine. So should we, (laughs) should we dive into our Spotify wrapped a little section yes. let's, okay so let's do it so so we're i'm bopping and stopping your yours correct and well, you're bopping to, and stopping mine do well, i want to start with um revealing who our top artists and top songs were before we okay go into so who was your top artist for 2020 so this won't become this is not a surprise to zach but if you don't know me it, it was marina <gasps> formerly no. marina and the diamonds Yes. Is anyone shocked? Everyone's shocked. <laughs> They're gagged. They're goofed. <laughs> Can I guess yours? Yeah. Is it Ariana Grande? <gasps> Lady Gaga. Oh, I don't know. No. It's no. one of those two. Was no. I wrong both? Yeah. Okay. I am Casey Musgraves. I don't know. No. Tell me. It was Kim, it was Kim Petras. Oh, right. I forgot about her. <laughs> I, I refuse roll. to listen to her. I just refuse to listen. I think she's very talented and her music is good, but she works with Dr. Luke, so I, I like can't. Trust me, it's it the, really it's bothers the one me. Thorn in my side where I'm like, oh, I hate that. But like, but I, but everything else about Kim Petras is perfect. And it's like I perfect. love supporting a you know a trans pop artist. Like I yes. love the song. I love the songs. It's 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 mm-hmm. I if I I every day I hope I'm gonna get some news article that's like Kim Petras severing ties with like I, I every day I hope mm-hmm. for it. I hope for it. Um, it's so just so we know it's, it's imperfect. I hate that, but she was my number one. Um, and what was your number one song? Um, it was spotlight by Jesse Ware, the single edit. Cause it's better than the album version. And I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't actually actually we know I think that's on my playlist. Yeah, I think it's on my everyday playlist. 
I can send really a lot good. of music for my friend Sean. He just sends me music like every <laughs> other week because he's one of those people that just listens to a million things. And I, I need people like that in my life to just like yeah. sing songs because otherwise I will just listen to the same um, 200 songs just on a, on, a loop, on a loop. I know myself way too well. Yeah, I've been trying to be better about it, especially with Recollect, like having this outlet. I'm like, well, yeah. I should probably load, like know more music than like the 10 <laughs> things I like listening to over and over yeah. again. <laughs> Um, my number one song was it's another Kim Petras thing, so it's kind of boring. It was uh, "Heart to Break" by Kim Petras, which I didn't. I just... She's really hard to sing along to. They use oh, her a lot hard. in Peloton, and I'm, and I'm like, okay, this is where I get Kim Petras. Her shit is high, and she does that shit yeah. live too. Because I saw her in concert last um, fall, and I was not expecting her to even sing live. Because from what I heard from the albums, I thought, oh, she probably lip syncs, and that's fine. I'll, and dances, I'll go, for, yeah. I'll go for a great show. But then she did it all live, and I went, oh damn. So then I, I became like a stan. There you go. Yeah, there we Sometimes go. Sometimes that's all it takes. That's all it takes. I, well, because I'm a, yeah. you know big supporter of people that actually sing live because i think you're a professional singer so i like when people actually you know do it can you believe some people sing live i know can you believe it um so what were your top before we go into the bopper stop what were your top five songs uh (laughs) number five was boss bitch by doja cat Mm -hmm. number four was about love by marina Mm-hmm. Number three is WAP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number two is Fruit by Marina. And then Spotlight from Jesse Ware. Gotcha. Uh, mine, number five, was Motivation by Normani. Ooh. Yeah. Um, That's a good four, song. I love, I mean, it's a really, yeah. it's my shower song where I like twerk in the shower. It's like a perfect twerk <laughs> song. <laughs> If it's, you can imagine yeah, the audience, it's me <laughs> twerking the shower. Um, number four was Cherry by Rina Sawayama, which oh. I, I've really gotten into into Rina. She's she's great. She's, she's kind of she might I I'm I I fear she might eclipse Petrus because I'm I'm really getting into Rina. Um, Gasp. I mean I, I still will stand Petrus, but just Rina, just, I'm really into her whole vibe. I, I love uh I, I just I live, I live. Yeah, um, her music's three, bananas. Oh really? <laughs> I, I think I think Rena's music is bananas, but it's great. It's a little bananas, it. but it's a lot of fun to listen to. I, it I'm is into it. Um, three was "Sleepover" by Haley Kiyoko. Not familiar with. Oh, that it's song. a really it's a really good song. You I did not like Haley Kiyoko's like first song, and then I don't mm-hmm. think I ever like bothered with her. What after was it. what was her first song? I couldn't even tell you. Like I don't even remember it. I remember like I, I saw her. Per- she, I remember her performing it somewhere and I'm thinking like, who is this woman? Why do I care? It was like some like LGBTQ thing that she was performing on. And I was like, oh. I, 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 I recommend listening to Sleepover. It's a, it's sort okay. of a song about unrequited queer romance. Like when you fall in love with your, your straight friend that does not, have, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, I love a downer. Like, audience is yeah, not well, me too. 
I'm a highly emotional being, so it, it gets there. Uh, the number two was Malibu by Kim Petras. And then, of course, number one, Heart to Break by Kim Petras. So lots of pop. My top genres were literally like pop, strut, electro pop, and indie pop. Like, like that was, you know. I mean, no, your brand. Yeah. Uh, my number three thing was escape room, which I still don't really understand what <laughs> genre that room? is. And I was like, yeah, it said escape room. And I was like, I, excuse me. And the, there's no way to like get Spotify to elaborate what that means. Do they, do they give you like a genre playlist in that genre? Or is it just kind of like that's escape room? They, they might, I don't normally get it in my like daily yeah. thing though i don't think i've ever seen one because if something said escape room i would be like wait what the hell is that and like what am i listening to that already is that like there's clearly i'm already in like involved with it yeah and like vaporwave is another thing that was in my top five mm. but my understanding okay. of both after some web sleuthing is it's like um like r&b electronica which is like okay. a very vibe like a, a big vibe of mine I definitely eye. understood Music most of mine, like even strut. I, I have a lot of songs that you wouldn't necessarily strut, strut, strut and then yeah, like you get, yeah, and it's lots of um, yeah. like Slater or you know stuff that's like it's not vocals. We're not listening to this for vocals. It's all oh, yeah. based on just uh, beats, uh, beats, and you know some girl like ah uh, yeah, uh, like you know, it's just I that love that. Yeah, I, I get into that, and my my roommates always like is this good? Like, is she a good singer? I'm like, oh, no. No, no, no. She's not a singer. <laughs> but I am into this song. Something can be good and also bad. I also so agree. I, I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> Especially in music, I really love noise pop. And I'm like, the singer doesn't have to be good. I just love the noise. Like, I just need the noise. Oh, like, one of my number one songs this year was, it's called Daddy AF <laughs> by Slater. Do you know that song? I think I I think I have heard it in past. It's like the horniest song ever. And I always imagine doing a drag number to it actually. Like just being like total like milfy slut. Just like I, 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 I for some reason when I imagine myself doing drag, it gets to a very slutty place. So I don't, again, I don't know what this says about me. Well, I mean, you live a fantasy that maybe you're not living in your real life. You can just be Oh, I've lived a hoe <laughs> fantasy, trust me. Well, I'm just before in my twenties, a dark hoe fantasy period that I went through. We're not proud of it, though. <laughs> I mean, everyone has a moment. A shining star. <laughs> a moment. I wish it was just a moment. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and who were your top five artists? Um, hold on. I have to unlock my phone, and it's not recognizing my face right now, which is Ooh. interesting. I'm not even wearing a mask. Uh, ooh. Okay, so number five is Charlie XCX. Okay. Four is Saint Vincent. Ooh, yeah. Uh, number three is Lady Gaga. songs by Saint Vincent. Do you? Yeah, but Los Angeles is on my playlist a lot. And um, oh, what's the other one I play all the time? It's Los Angeles and uh, it'll come to me. I'll remember it. It's probably all my songs. I'll see my top songs. We're going to pop her. So I'll remember. And then... Number three is Lady Gaga, mm -hmm. which I was surprised by because I don't think I listened to Lady Gaga that much, but clearly I did. Mm -hmm. And number two is Jesse Ware. And then number one is Marina, which no one is surprised by. Yeah. <laughs> well, no Again. one right now because you already told us you're a top artist. Yeah. <laughs> but like also, no one's surprised. I am but surprised I... by one person on my playlist. Like I'm actually like really okay. confused. I actually am like, I don't feel like I it's listen Robin to It's Robin Thicke. Okay. Stop it. I would never. <laughs> 
no number five um is carly ray jepsen i i don't know how she's on here like i i, I don't generally... like that question mark at that event carly ray jepsen is a goddess oh no i like carly ray jepsen i just yeah. don't feel like she was in i mean well oh you know that's a lie because when i was when i was still recovering from my last breakup her song party for one i did listen to that song a lot so i wonder if that algorithm just song. like made up all this info so that's probably it i don't know whenever it like starts these years and ends these years because yeah. like there's still some year left so. yeah right <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah like i don't know <laughs> but okay, when does the algorithm stop <laughs> when does it yeah stop? yeah like when does it start and stop that's all i want to know yeah um number four was uh hayley kyoko okay number three okay. was ariana grande that's the seems low one. but okay say what see it feels low because i feel like you used to ariana used to be your goddess of heaven above I still love her. I still, you know, I just, I, I don't I, know. Yeah. I mean, three is not a bad spot, but not I just remember. Spot. It's a perfectly respectable spot. Um, it's a, yeah, she I mean, was it's number the top one five. last year. She was number one last year. I want to, I want to. Okay, that makes out. sense. Um, number two is Tovlo. And oh. Are you into Tovlo? Um, not, I, not that I'm not into Tovlo. Mm -hmm. I just like haven't really dived into her work but i really did love habits like you know in 2012 when it came mm -hmm. out i cried to it so much not the remix but the real one like <laughs> yeah, the yeah, original yeah. one because there was a remix that like made its rounds that i didn't care for yeah my actually my friend sean got me into tovlo because he would send me all of these great tracks and then it would and then spotify loves Sp open endorsement on spotify i have to say because they really are good at helping me to discover really? new music all the time because yeah. they'll just they'll just be like Oh, would you like to add this to your playlist? It's related. And so I find lots of fun things. And the number one was Kim Petras, but we already knew that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, my top genre was pop. Mine was pop, I think. I yeah. don't know. I didn't capture that. I didn't capture that, screen capture that. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess Sorry, we should go into our, our, so in the nature, in the, in the spirit of your show, we will be playing a rapid fire version of Bop or Stop. And Okay. If we don't know the song, just say, I don't know it. I don't know her. Okay. I don't know her. <laughs> you know what? I'm very forgetful. Okay. All right. Would, would you like to, since you are the guest of the pod, I'll let you decide whether you would like to go first or second. Okay. So we're, you're bopping and stopping mine and I'm bopping and stopping yours, right? And we're just doing like quick fire. Yes. Okay. So, I'm just making sure that I understand the rules. So I will be bopping or stopping your playlist. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. We start at number 20, okay. right? So what we're doing? Yeah. Gone by Charlie XCX featuring uh Christine and the Queens. Bop. Bop. Ooh, that's so good. That's yeah, bop. Okay. Are we discussing them at nauseum or are we just gonna just, keep... I think I think if we do that, we'll be here for hours. So I'm just yeah, gonna we'll do, be here just for gonna do rapid fire. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so um Charlie XX, bop. Yeah. Okay. Am I gonna go through my whole list first and then I'll do you? Or are we gonna yeah. go back and forth? Okay. Number 19. I assume no you would bop all of your own top songs. <laughs> Right, right. Well, I just figured we, you would give me your 20th and we would go. Oh, no, I'm just going to do your whole list and you'll do my list. Okay, so number oh. 19 is Nobody by Mitski. Nobody. I don't know. I don't know her. I don't know her. That's a travesty. You would like that song. You'll have to you'll it. send me your playlist at the end of this. That's all we should do. Okay, yeah, you can put it in the show notes. Look, I'm making more work for you. Oh, thank I'm you. Like... <laughs> Uh, you probably won't know this next one because I don't even remember how I found it, but well, it's called From Fire by Perta. I don't know her. I don't know her. Uh, my next one's How Do You Sleep by Sam Smith. 
Bop. Bop. That is on my, yeah, it's on my everyday playlist. Yeah, I got it. I don't love Sam Smith. I don't love everything, but there's a, that song I was if like, I was really feeling a certain that. type of way when that song came into my life. So it, it's a bop. This next one's a deep cut, but I really like it. Okay. It's called Gimme by Ralph. <gasps> yes. A bop, bop. Oh my God, I'm so glad you know it. Because yeah. that song, I feel like it's a sleeper. Not everyone knows it. I also like uh, Gravity. I don't know any other music by oh, cool, her. This cool, kind of cool. showed up on like a playlist <laughs> once. And I was like, yeah. G-I-M-M-E, give me yeah. all of your honey. It's and cool. I was just like, yes, that's, that's I what I I feel like I, I need to get more into Ralph. Those are the only two songs I actually have yeah, are Gravity yeah. and Gimme. <laughs> but she just keeps spelling things. I'm like, yeah. M-P-A-T-I-E-N-T. That spells patient. I'm so patient. Like, I just love that. <laughs> she doesn't spell gravity. Okay, so that's unfortunate. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know how to spell it now. My next one is... <laughs> my next one is Get Out of My Way by Kylie Minogue. <laughs> oh, Bob. Anything by Kylie Minogue? Bob. I'm sorry, that bitch. That, her... that song's so old. I don't what know why I've... it was so Oh, I have an year. old song by her on my playlist. It's, um, 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 I think it's Better, Better the Devil, uh, You Know. Or, oh, God, what the fuck is that song? Okay, I, I don't know. I wish I know I'm bad one. with song titles, but it's like an old, an old okay. one. Her disco album this year was a whole moment. It was fun. Ooh, loved it. Loved it. Yeah, I had a really good time listening to it. Yeah. My next one is Captain Hook by Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, Bob. I like a dick with a little bit of current. Like, I love that. Who wants to? Like, I just want to vibe Honestly, that. Honestly, her, I just am like, bow down. Like, I just, I can't even. Really? She has some great flow. Even um, her, did you watch, Um, did you watch, I know you don't watch TV, but did you watch Legend? <laughs> did you watch Legendary? No, it's on my to do though. It's really good. I think you would be into it. I'm really sure that I would, considering like the subject matter at yeah. hand. But I, I don't like Jamila Jamil or whatever her name is. She's I don't fine. trust her. She, I don't trust her. I, yeah, I definitely feel that. But um, she's fine. She just kind of sits in the middle and says like, "It was spectacular." Like it's just you know that's as much as she gives. It's it's fine. She's fine. Okay, okay. You might not know this next one. I don't know how I came upon it. I think it was one of those like random Spotify recommendations. Mm -hmm. And then I just ended up really liking it. It's called Cruel to Be Kind by Miranda. <gasps> yeah, I know that song. Okay. Yeah. I know it's not a it's not a recent song. It came well, out yeah, a few but, years no, ago. Yeah, that's a bop. Okay. That's a bop. Calm des garçons, like the boys by Rina Sawayama. Oh, that's a bop. That's 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 a bop plus. Bop plus. That's one. Of, that's one of my top bops right now. It's when I that and excess. I've been listening to excess a lot. You know what you should do is listen to Comme des Garcons followed by Sour Candy by Lady Gaga, and it's like a real. Ooh, okay. Ooh, it's I a mood. You need to okay. flip flop them. It's a good time. Ooh, okay. uh, my eleventh spot is "Adore You" by Jessie Ware. Uh, I don't know her. I don't know her. Oh, that's unfortunate. It's a very good song. Oh, this top 10 is bananas. Okay, oh, number 10 is Sour Candy with Blackpink by Lady Gaga. Oh, bop. Yeah, bop. I feel like that song didn't get as just as right. I That was like my favorite song on Chromatica. I didn't listen to it as and... much as, as some of the others, for sure. But mm -hmm. it, it, bop. What I've heard, bop. When I heard okay, it. So, <laughs> like I heard the chorus. I heard, it, I heard it like in passing. <laughs> <laughs> Yet the store, you know, all the stores I've been to this year, it was really <laughs> popular. <laughs> 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 
the next one, I, hopefully you know, but maybe you don't. It's called Murphy's Law by Roshan <gasps> Murphy. Ooh, that's a really good. Oh, yeah, it's on my everyday playlist, actually. Oh, I love that. Murphy's Law. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, are you ready for this next one? This is yes. a throwback. Yeah, I'm into it's, it. Uh, it's Bip Burger by Bipling. <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know her. Bipping to Bip Bum. Jet the Burger Bip Shop. You do not know what I'm talking I am, about? I am pumped for this playlist that you're going to send me because I, I want to hear all these songs. There's so, that song's bananas. Wow. If there's any song that's truly bananas. I mean, I like a song my... called Daddy as Fuck. So, like, I'm, I'm that's true. To I, it's, like, the chorus is like, you don't want the chips. You don't want the onion rings. You want the bit burger. You want the bit burger. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's that not sounds even a song. like that's potentially a great stone song. Like, there are songs where I'm like, I only, it's, only listen to them when I'm stoned. Like, there's one called Sex Paranoia by um, Goldie. Uh, Boutillier, do you know that song? I don't know. Oh, it's it's a it's a real like it's a horny song, first of all, but it's it's a I call it one of my stone songs. So this next song, I do have to admit, because like Jesse Ware's album came out this year, so that's why a lot of her stuff's in it. So this yeah, is yeah. the song's called Ooh La La, and it was actually my least favorite song when I first heard the album, but now yeah. it is my favorite. Okay, okay. I just, I thought it has such a weird sound to it. It took me a really long time to come around to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number, the next one is Rain on Me. Yeah, but that's the, yeah, but. I you know, I, I feel that. like it had such a phase and like, and then it went away, but I still listen to it. Oh, like, I, I still, I, oh, it's still in my queue pretty regularly. My brother really hates the song because I will, after, immediately after hearing it, I'm going, Rain on me, soon on me, as I like walk around. Rain walk around. on <laughs> me <laughs> for whatever reason the rain on me tsunami really tickles me like why is that that's so stupid but i love it a really hard song to sing along to well, let me tell you there was a lyric that me and my roommate both heard a completely different lyric like version of this one lyric so we both thought one of the lyrics was different for like months months and months well what was what did you think it's it was the lyric, it's like i thought i thought she was saying I'd rather be drunk, but at least I'm in love. That's what I thought the lyric was. You were singing a full ass Beyonce song during the chorus. I'd rather be drunk, but at least I'm in love. <laughs> like, it, was, it made sense. I know, mate. Boss Bitch is my next song. Mm-hmm. By Doja Cat. I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. I'm Can a I bitch and a boss, and I shine like love. <laughs> I have a controversial statement, which is that I haven't really gotten into Doja Cat yet. I don't know her. Well, also, famously, sometimes, occasionally works with Dr. Luke under a different pseudonym, so... Mm, okay, okay. But I, and I also, mean, I feel I'd, like she's... I'd be a, a hypocrite to, to drag her, so... I, yeah, I well, I also, like, Doja Cat seems to make her own controversies, but I will tell you, she, on the British Music Awards for, like, the MTV Music Awards, but, like, the British version, yeah. she did a version of Say So where it sounded like Evanescence. It was oh. awesome. It was oh, wow. so awesome. Okay. She needs to release it as a version, because I will pay money, <laughs> I will pay That's how bad money. I want it. <laughs> so, my next one is About Love by Marina from the Netflix movie something, the I don't know, To All the Boys I Loved Before, too. Oh, I don't know it. I don't know her. I don't really know a lot about love, a lot about love, a lot about love, but you're in my head, you're in my blood, and it feels so good, it hurts so much. Yes, um, I don't know it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I that say it to lovely. you. 
Serving Thank vocals you so much. I oh, I always if you listen to a real recollect episode, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna hear me sing. It's not always good. The one episode I literally sang, we weren't even talking about this one song, and I sang like the whole song a cappella to myself. You at do the end. go into singing naturally. I remember what, what, me and Tom used to communicate through voice messages more than texting through Instagram. Yeah, like it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like how messages. we communicated. Yeah, and I would just start singing. I remember the first time I did it, you were like, "Are you just trying to show off right now?" And I was, yeah, like, I was like, "You no. can actually like sing a little bit." I was like, "I can," but that, I just do randomly break out in the song. I mean, yes, I can sing, but I'm not sure. Yes, off. I can. <laughs> As I can sing. Um, my next one's WAP. Yeah, oh, fuck, come on. What if I was like, mm, "Stop." Ugh, Tiffany would come for your neck. No, WAP. No, come on, that was great. Mostly for Megan though, less for Cardi. Yeah, I'll agree. I will agree with that. I was more excited for the for the Megan part of it. I mean, I like Cardi. My my yeah. one of my top songs last year was "Please Me," that Cardi song with yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that that song. Was great. Another horny song. My next song is like six years old, but it's "Fruit" by Marina. I think I know that one. Can you hum a few bars? <laughs> Live in la dolce vita. Life couldn't get much sweeter. Don't yeah, you yeah, give yeah, me yeah, your re- yeah, yeah. You're gonna stop it. Uh, no, um, uh, you can you can continue if you would want copyright. But uh, yeah, this is a bop. I think it's a bop. I haven't listened. I mean, to I was gonna do enough. the first part. The first part, I'd have to move away from it. She goes like, no. <laughs> you know, like really goes for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then number one is spotlight by Jesse Ware. Which I do, I think I, I If I think only I, I could let you know. Yeah. I feel like that's on one of my, like, I have a Discover playlist where, um, in the again, moon, my friend Sean just sends like music all the time. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> only I could let oh. you go. Okay, what's my turn? Okay. Are you ready? I don't know that I am. I feel like I'm going to not know some of these. I think but... it'll be pretty good. I think it'll be okay. pretty okay. Okay. Um, first one is Physical by Dua Lipa. It's, okay, it's a soft bob. Soft bob. Soft bob, but it's a bob nonetheless. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. Um, next is Stupid Love by Lady Gaga. It's a bob. I really didn't like that song when it came out, but I, I had to grow on me. Since to, come I, around. Yeah, it grew on me. Now I'm obsessed with it. But at first I was like, eh, it's fine. <laughs> I love the, like in the pre-chorus. Like that's yeah. that's really what I live for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hillside Boys by Kim Petras. I don't know her. I don't know her. Okay. Uh, I would say I'm probably most familiar with her like Ookie Spooky EP. Yeah. Yeah. That whole thing, yeah, yeah, without that. Um, I made boy- a wrong turn, the wrong turn on the wrong <laughs> night. <laughs> oh my god, she did a whole turn off the uh, yeah, the whole section in her concert where it's just all of all of the greatest of that, and it was it was a, a whole moment. Um, I have a uh, boyfriend with Ariana Grande and Social House. I don't know her. <laughs> I don't know her. You're in my baby's bed, and I am together. Together, but then I'm gonna see nobody. Yeah, okay, it's really good. Uh, that, don't know her. Can't, can't wait her. to hear it on the playlist. Yeah, I mean, what? Just <laughs> sing it flawlessly in this moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounded so great. 
Yeah, I think it. Um, I sounded just like it. <clears throat> yes. Uh, got Disco Tits by Toflo. That's a bop. That's a fucking bop. That's one of yeah. my, I'm surprised it's not higher on this list, to be totally honest. Oh, here's the St. Vincent song I was talking about. Um, Fast Slow Disco by St. Vincent. Bop. 100% a bop. Love it. It's the best version of that song, too. There have been a lot of like reworks of it. That's mm-hmm. like the best one. Have you it. ever seen the music video for it? No. It's just a bunch of leather bears. Like she's crowd surfing on top of a bunch of leather bears in the club. It's oh, wow. crazy. Oh, I gotta watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. Um, I don't want it at all by Kim Petras. I don't know her. I'm so sorry. I don't know all right, her. All right, all right, all right. It was the first song I ever heard. Actually, it was the first song I ever heard by Kim Petras. I was at the gym, and it came on like as a suggested song. Wow, my flashback. Impre- Remember going to the gym? <laughs> Remember the gym? Uh, my Remember. first impression was, oh, is this like a Real Housewife? Is this like Real Housewife music? Like that's like what I <laughs> gets very like. I want that's so shade. Designer. Like it's very like superficial. <laughs> like yeah. I want someone at the volume. Uh, so that's that's what I thought it was. And I was in. To it. I was like, oh wow, I think I'm into a real housewife song. And then I found out it was not a real housewife. Um, I have Stay Away by Muna. I don't know that song. I'm oh so wow. Sorry. Do you know Muna? I don't I don't know her. I don't know who that is, no. Oh, they're really great. I'll I'll send this playlist to you as well because I think it's it's enjoyable. It's very enjoyable. Is it it's a song the well, stay away is a song about um breaking up with someone is the easiest part, but staying away from them is the hardest part. Are they? I sorry. It's not like a. Is it a band? Oh wait. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait. Do they um, trio? Do they sing? Um. I know a place. Number one fan. Yes, number one fan. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I'm like number number one one fan. I just like it was like I was at the concert like it was just like I got teleported there <laughs> Stop it. Leave alone. <laughs> mine by Slater I don't know her I don't know her I fell in love. Birthcakes are though you know it's not enough. Now you're talking to me, boy, like you want something. Well, baby, come and come and get yourself. <laughs> no, that's I well, listen, I know who Slater is, but I don't know that I have like partaken in much of her music. Okay. I know she covered Britney Spears and I listened oh to my. that. Oh yeah, I'm glad I'm mine. Yeah, it's very, it's very that. Very okay. that. Uh, next is Susie Save Your Love by Aliex. Bop, bop, bop. That has Mitski on it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, next is number one fan by Muna. Bop. But I do love it. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> when said like number one fan, I'm like, yeah, that should be on this. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> uh, next is Human by Kim Petras. I don't know. Her. I don't know. Okay, her. Cool. Uh, I feel like a lot of people right now, not just you. I'm people are gonna come find me on Instagram and be like, um what's going on? What's leave your deal? Him, everyone leave Tom alone. Next is I also said you, I don't like Hamilton. You, you so really I'm really, yeah, really you cruising really, for a bruise. It's, it's okay. It's a hot take day. <laughs> Next is Are You Gonna Tell Her by Tovlo and MC Zach. I, I don't know her. I don't know. Are you gonna tell her? I would be hard, it'd be hard pressed to like find a Tovlo song that I probably wouldn't bop, mm-hmm. to be quite honest. Yeah. Like she does write really great catchy music. 
Trashy songs. Trashy songs. Yeah. Okay, well, so we're already at the end. Okay. Oh, yeah. So we're at the last page. Okay. Here we go. So, yeah. Uh, well, oh, yeah. We did stay away. Motivation by Normani. Bop. Yeah. Cherry by I Rina don't know any Sawayama. of the words. Bop. Yeah. Sleepover by Haley Kyoko. I don't know her. I don't know her. It's I don't one. know her. Um, Malibu by Kim Petras. That's a bop. That's a bop. Come on. And yeah, then it's very good. And the last one is Heart to Break by Kim Petras. It has the dumbest lyrics, but is also a bop. Because every time I... <laughs> it's so high. It's such a high song. Gonna give you my heart to break. Yeah, it's it hurts my throat to say. I have to sing it like even if that means that. I'm dead. <laughs> but, uh, there's the butch. It came break. right out. You gotta get me break. <laughs> Stop it. I like try to. I always try to take the high part of any song. Oh. Like, I won't. I don't. I try so hard not to bring it down. And oh, I just, I'll do like power falsetto. Like I can do it. And then it's like no, you really should. And I'm like, why is my throat hurt? And it's because and when I actually sing songs that are in my range, I'm like, oh, I'm like very good at singing. I don't know why. I like. <laughs> I have moments I, like... where I, where I have moments like, oh fuck, am I tone deaf? And it's like, no, you're not tone deaf. You're trying to sing in like a key that's not your key, and that's why you right. you're tone deaf. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like that. Well, that's it. That's that's our our end of year Spotify moment. What I, I what I treat a nice list. Yeah, I'm excited to hear the songs I don't know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, I think there's some songs on there that I'm. No, I think some of the ones that you don't know, I'm convinced you would really enjoy if you heard them. I believe you. I you believe, believe you. I, it's okay. part of the process. It's part of the process. Part of the process. Well, we have reached the end of the show, which is when I do the segment. Ask, he knows it's coming too. I know. Well, I can't answer the same answer I answered last time because I already well, used that. They won't know. I have. But, a, I think I have an answer for it. Yeah, where I ask, who was the last actress that made you feel something? It could be a funny performance, a emotional performance, or one that made you go, "Huh, mm, interesting." I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Scrolling through all the movies, all the performances. <laughs> all the performances. Um, this doesn't count, but I'm going to use it as my answer. <laughs> we'll make it count. It's okay. So um, we recently had a former American Idol contestant on It Bears Repeating and interviewed her. Her mm-hmm. name's Leslie Hunt. She's fabulous. Mm-hmm. But I had a flashback to whatever she got eliminated from the show. <laughs> yeah. And it's so iconic. So she got eliminated from the show. She was the last person eliminated on the episode because it was like a semifinals. And she was singing the end of the song and she got, right before they cut off, she was like, why did I decide to scat America? Don't give a jazz. And then she started cursing and they cut her off. And it's just like the best thing ever. And I've been like reliving that moment over and over again for the past week while we I've been editing and like posting stuff about it <laughs> and like that's iconic behavior like that's and that and that we're gonna count that as a performance yeah she performed we're... it may have been 13 years ago but it happened that's fine well and oh they don't have to be new oh, I mean, I've, done, perfect. I've done ones where it's like I was watching this old movie the other day and then yeah, uh... if not her it was gonna be Annie Murphy because I've been rewatching Shit's Creek oh, Annie Murphy I was so happy when she won her Emmy for that show because I was afraid she would be the one that would slip through the cracks and they would like not acknowledge her work on the show. 
precisely. And I don't normally watch award show, but someone texted me and they were like, you need to hop on because Schitt's Creek is sleeping right now. And I was like, okay. And the first one I caught, I like caught live was Annie Murphy. So I was like, she's going to be the only one who doesn't win. And I'm going to be so devastated. I never, I never guessed. I never thought she would win. I thought it was going to be Catherine O'Hara and Dan Levy. I didn't think that um, Eugene Levy was going to win. They all won. Well, the world got it right. What a perfect Even though way to I know end the people series. were kind of like peeved that they like swept all the awards, but I'm also like, guys, this is a definite moment in TV history in terms of like all time comedies, and I think it was. I think they were trying to make sure they didn't look embarrassing later if people looked at the records and went, "Wow, the Emmys never awarded Shit's Creek. That's strange." But also, like Annie Murphy was putting in a lot of work. She played a very yeah. unlikable character and made us all very much enjoy. She her, was the first moment impossible. I ever cried on the show, which was when, well, actually, the first time I ever got really emotional was when it was her graduation ceremony, and then her mom ended up being there with oh, the yeah. Jazza gals. So that was very a lot. But also when Ted shows up at the at the group dating. Uh, um, oh, at the, oh yeah, at the end of the one season. Oh, wow. Yes. That really, I remember being like, oh, am I getting, am I crying right now? Like, why is this guy? I, I tell you, like, was... I can cry, like, at least every, at some point during every episode of Shit's Creek, even the early episodes. Like, I get very moved. I just am very into well, it. Well, because now you know the full context of the whole thing. That is true. Well, like, what, uh, the first time I watched through, once they introduced Patrick, I was, like, sent. I, mean, I was like, oh, I'm out. Like, I'm not going to be able to not cry through this. Oh, Their I mean, first kiss in the car, I was like, oh, like, I just, <laughs> there's, I mean, there, I, sometimes I'm weird. It's sometimes I just feel like crying and I'll be like, what will make me cry? And I usually will pick an episode from the last season of Shit's Creek because oh, I yeah. can't, I can't watch the wedding scene without crying. Like, uh, when they're just singing Precious Love, the, the acapella version of it, when, because, uh, because mm-hmm. Stevie, uh, is also, uh, sneakily emotional with how she mm-hmm. she gets me Emily Hampshire um she is yeah. great and also I love the episode I think it's the second to last episode where um they go to look at the house because they're mm-hmm. this, and they the, have oh, that talk on the car yeah where she's like I don't want you to leave and I'm like oh <laughs> Yeah. I cannot even describe how swollen my face was when I was done watching the series. Like when I finished that last episode, yeah. my face was like swollen because I was crying so hard. And it like we hit play. Like, I was watching with my friend because like it was I was watching it as it was airing yeah. um, with my friend. And we like had to like hit play at the same time because like we <laughs> don't know how to technology. And no. so we were like watching it at the same time. And like all she probably heard from my audio on the computer was me going <laughs> <laughs> like just like not even like really paying attention i was just crying through it the other show that really gets me emotionally for some reason i don't know what it is about it because it's supposed to be a comedy quote unquote is pen 15 like that show oddly gets me sometimes where i'm like fuck why am i like really crying at this i watched the first five or six episodes of mm-hmm. the first season and it made me so it's good it's very good mm-hmm. but i was also deeply uncomfortable through a lot of it and i was like i don't it was think really i peeling th- back some scabs like i was yeah it really oh. was when i tell you this is like a weird thing that i had an emotional response to this week is i had i was i've been a big fan of leslie for many years and i had mm-hmm. this clip where i called into a radio show to talk to her and i like i'd saved it it was like still on my computer and i was like this is a great way to end the show it's like a full circle thing yeah. and i have i haven't listened to it since it happened and i like listened to the whole episode that i had put up because i just wanted to make sure everything sounds I, do you listen to your episodes after you post them i just like double check like 
I do. Just when to they, hear when that. They, when they air, I'll listen to them to make sure like I didn't miss anything. Just, just yeah. It's not being a narcissist. It's more like let me make sure it doesn't sound. Does it sound good? Yeah, like yeah, like make sure it because tra- one time I did an episode where I thought it was fine, and then my friend went, "Hey, the music is really loud in the beginning," and I went, oh, "Like <laughs> it's on fine on my computer." And so now I, I do just kind of I, I usually kind of like skip through. Because once the sure. levels are at a certain level, I'm not going to need to listen to the entire thing. But yeah, I, I do listen. So I got to the end and I was like, oh, I'll just listen to this last little clip. And like listening oh. to 16 year old me, like sent me like into a whole different, I started like, autumn, oh. I like had to grab tissues. I was like crying. But I was like, what was that response? But I just think I was like, I had that moment of like, he would that kid would never know like what you've become and like yeah. what you've managed to accomplish. So well, it's kind of connected to that there's an episode in season two of pen 15 called opening night i don't know if you've watched all of season two i haven't even finished the first season because it literally made me so uneasy like I, it was so good i'm not going to i'm yeah, not no, trying to but, say it's not good it just really made me uncomfortable oh, no, no, and i, I definitely like, get it there are definitely times where i'm like i'm really into this and they are such amazing actors but oh my God, some of this is getting like because really it's so different. real. It's it feels really so real. real. Like you really forget that there are thirty-three-year-old women playing yeah. those girls first. Especially, yeah, just I love all of it. But there's an episode where they're doing like a middle school play, and there's this mm-hmm. one kid that sort of they flesh him out more in the second season. You find out he's a, a closeted, you know, little gay kid in middle school, and so I went, oh, oh no. And he was a little chubby gay kid too, so I went, oh fuck me. Oh, and no. they do this really. It's really it's borderline bizarre, but it's it's almost like an interpretive dance sort of visualization of the idea of when kids discover theater and they find a way to express themselves. And so that already was like, oh, how sweet. But then it was doing all of these tableaus of all of the characters' families watching them on stage. And the first one was the one girl whose like dad is sort of out of the picture and there was like an empty chair next to the mom and that art is like, oh, "Oh, how sad. And then you saw um, the other girl's family and they're all being super supportive. So then you're like, oh, that's so sweet. And then it mm-hmm. shows the closeted gay kid's family and they're like staring at him. And then he just has this look of like terror on his face that he like fades into the shadows on stage. And it's such a weird visualization of hiding your your shine because you're afraid it's going to show the gay sides of you. And every time I watch that, I just ball it's like it was like crying by numbers like if i put it on i will cry it's it's like if i really need to cry i'll just put on that one scene and be like okay let's get it let's get it it yeah it's just like weird how some of these things will just like touch you and just like poke you in a way and you're like i didn't know about that i didn't like that why i mean even the first episode there's the whole thing where they're calling her ugis and then she finds out stands for ugliest girl in school and that that whole thing i was like oh my god this is yeah it's it's an amazing show but it's i do tell people like it's really intense yeah it really is you might need to take it like I wouldn't binge it. I binged no, it. I, I wouldn't either. That was a mistake. I binged it. And then I went, I feel <laughs> feel broken. It's so <laughs> I feel like that was what I did. I like binged the first six episodes all in one sitting. And I was like, I don't think that I can do Ooh, this. And then there's a whole thing with like divorce with, I mean, I, my parents weren't divorced, but like this one girl's parents are going through a divorce. And so that gets super heavy. It's just, oh, it's, it's a lot. And then I found out that one of the girls, her actual mom, plays her mom on the show. So then it became even more emotional to watch. I'm like, oh, it's your real mom. That's so sweet. So yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, my full answer, the two lead actresses on, on Ben 15. <laughs> yeah, <you> can... <laughs> they make me feel a lot of things. <laughs> they made me feel not just something, but some things. Yeah. Wow, we've been we've been we've been getting into it. Yeah. What a I've been having such a great time. Yeah. This is so fun. It's the finale. It can be longer. People can deal with it. Yeah, I'm the star. Welcome. I get to talk for longer than everyone else. <laughs> yes. Haddonfield who? I'm Tom. No, I'm kidding. Haddonfield was so great. Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I've been listening to that series. I've been catching up on it. Oh, really? I've never seen any, not any one of those movies, but I've we been kind having of just a like, time. It, it's, it's weird because we're not really even celebrating most of them. We're kind of like, no, you really aren't. Really and some aren't. of them are like only 15 minutes long. You're like, this oh, yeah. one's garbage skip it oh, we kept it short <laughs> i kept it short and to the point like i was like this is not meant to be a full 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 episode it was meant to be just bonus co- honestly i just needed a break and so i was like i'm gonna produce a bunch of october content and just be like listen to <laughs> listen to halloween episodes for a month that's all yeah and now we're gonna do that again in the future with probably mm-hmm. like friday the 13th or nightmare on elm street something like that that'd be fun i'll listen I, then i haven't watched all of those to be totally honest like especially Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, I heard the second one's a riot of Nightmare on Elm Street. Was so. it the gay one? I think it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do watch that. I think I've only seen the weird meta one that came out in the mid '90s called New with Kelly Rowland. No, not that one. I think I've that was Freddie that versus one. Jason. I don't know. I I saw something where Kelly Rowland was I think in it. It's pretty yeah. versus Jason. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember there was one called New Nightmare, and it's it's super. The actors are playing themselves, and it's it's really weird. Um, but oh. yeah, but I also am doing all this, and but I'm I'm afraid I know how Drag Race works. Once they start dropping the new season, I know what's going to happen. They're going to do the whole season 13 and then right at the end of season 13, they're going to say, and in two weeks, all star six. Like I know what, I know what's going to happen. So I have a feeling it's not going to um, start happening with the horror episodes until probably the summer, just because I'm not going to have time. I wish you so much luck covering <laughs> drag race. I really do. Yeah. I like, I hope you keep your sanity and I hope you keep on loving it because it truly, truly broke me in a way that I like wasn't ready for. Can I ask you a serious question? Yeah. When you started the recaps, were you like a hardcore fan of the show or were you already kind of like eh, on it from the start? No, I loved it. I was so excited to, well, we wouldn't have done it. Like, I don't think Tiffany and I would have mm-hmm. gone into it the way we did had well, we not well, been actually Well, some people do like recaps it. where it's more like, we're kind of the perfect people to watch this because we're not, you know... Mega no, I was very invested in it. Yeah, mm. like I think the reason I got so mad at it is because like I know how good this can be, and like this is not it. <laughs> and and what then was it the just first like kept... season you covered. Do you remember All Stars three? But oh, I well, that was a hard, that was a hard moment. That one was fun though. Like I remember getting through the whole thing, even with all the drama, and I was like, <laughs> I wouldn't say it was like a, the best season of Drag Race. It's not. It's like it's certainly not the worst. I don't think. Not the worst either. Season no. 10 was excellent. We had a very good time covering yeah. it. There was a lot to talk about. Um, discussing the Vixen was a bit complicated mm. and that was a lot to get into. But also, if you're not going to go into it like me and Tiffany did sometimes, then you'll probably have a lot better of a time. But like, it becomes, we got like, everything became so serious to a point where we just like couldn't watch it and enjoy it anymore. Well, and 10 and was that- intense because that whole thing with Eureka and Vixen was very complicated because there would be times where I'm like, I see where both of them are coming from. That's what's so frustrating about it. And it would, because it's like, Eureka there's a, would- There's a turn. 
Yeah, there's. If you would like to, li- I remember our, co- I remember our coverage. I remember. We were too. like, we liked, we liked Eureka. We were rooting for her until a certain point, and then we were like, nope, never mind, not her. Don't pick her. And now she's I not the she's, one. I do feel like she's redeemed herself since, for the most part. But it's still like I, I don't like how I feel like she was really suffering from white the white privilege of just like not even realizing what her words were being like perceived as by the vixen and the vixen was totally valid and being like hey that's fucked up you can't you can't do that and you're like what i didn't do nothing i didn't say nothing and you'd be like yeah. no girl you don't you you did something um when she tried to subvert aquaria by putting her with like in the makeover challenge with the, the black i didn't lo- i did not love that yeah that was like and Aquaria was like, I'm good at this, so you can suck it. <laughs> no, I'm going to be honest. I do think she should have been in the bottom for that week. But I'm also like, you know, what are you going to do? Aquaria? Yeah, I do. Um, I don't really remember. I haven't watched You're it. You're like, I haven't, I haven't watched it now. <laughs> I haven't rewatched it. So I watched the I episodes. I just remember, like... the only reason I say that, and this is such old news, but I remember thinking at least Monet's partner had a really good time and they were fun to watch on stage together. Whereas Aquaria, yeah. they had no chemistry and they didn't look like they were having any fun. And I'm like, isn't a lot of this challenge about having fun and having a connection with your partner? So it felt like, it felt like they just didn't want to put Aquaria in the bottom and have her potentially get beaten in a lip sync. And then the fans be like, she ah. wouldn't have gotten sent home. Like you could have let Aquaria against Cameron. But I don't know. Cameron was a pretty fierce lip syncer. That was a, Oh, never mind. It wasn't. I was like, wasn't that the double slash double no, Shantae? No. no, it wasn't. It was that was against Jerica. She finally stopped wearing a pussycat wig. I think I'll send home. <laughs> wow. I do want I do I do wonder how my I mean I think I'll always love the show, but I I we are kind of going into it like let's have a relationship's gonna change with it. Oh I'm that's sure. all. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Oh I'm very, very but sure. like season eleven was like when I like was truly uh, broken. Like uh, I felt broken. What was so we broken covering. about? What 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 made you go, ooh? So the whole like I don't even think the queens were that bad Mm -hmm. I just think like the editing of that season was so weird because they were really shoving Silky Nutmeg Ganache like in our faces and they were like you like this and I'm like I don't think I do (laughs) but that like wasn't on Silky that was like on the producers for like literally like shoving her in our faces sometimes it's kind of like I think it's totally valid to be like "Mm, her personality doesn't do it for me but it's also like do you blame her because i've i've heard basically like behind the scenes tea that it was kind of a dull season in general in terms of like they didn't know what to do story arc wise so i feel like they pushed silky on us because she was one of the only big personalities in that room and so it's kind of like you hate her for her personality but if she also wasn't here doing her personality there's not a well the thing was even going on they edited her favorably up until like the top six, and then they flipped the script on us, and they were like, "Actually, we hate her. You hate her too." And I was like, oh, I didn't "What know. are you doing to this poor queen?" Like, it's and I don't, I personally, like, I don't really care for Silky, like brand scheme. Like, I not don't my she favorite. more reached the end where it's like, "Girl, you can't ride on your charm anymore. Like, you need to step your pussy up, kind of thing." Yeah, like in the finale, she looked a goddamned mess, and it I was mean, the fucking God. finale. Do you know that Jada like, did I just, her makeup for the finale? No, I found I that out later that Jada did her makeup for the live finale. I don't remember the makeup aspect. Her <laughs> outfit was just 
Yeah. It was no. atrocious. I don't like, and then they thought Vanessa was going to entertain us oh. and she really didn't. And then <laughs> yeah. they like eliminated Nina too early oh, because like Nina. we were all like waiting for Nina to have her moment. And then like, we didn't get anything from Nina. And then her, the lip sync she went home on, they should have sent Silky home too. It was just like a weird season. And then they had the six person lip sync. I was sent all six of those goddamn Queens home. <laughs> and we didn't do the season did not need to be that long. Like they were really trying to make something spicy happen. And it just, none of us were buying it. Like no yeah. one, bought into it bless but that was i i do think that's the worst season i'm just gonna be a child oh it ab- absolutely like and, and then all like, stars like four is like not queens. far away say what all stars four is not far away oh, As, God. oh well, see, those were back-to-back but, seasons true but at least i liked the first half of all stars four I gotta say, I tried to rewatch All Stars five recently, and it was nearly unwatchable. I didn't even finish watching it. The one that just, just like, aired, like yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I was only watching. Well, I kind of just Juju. put Drag Race on in the background a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that way I can just like be doing what I'm doing, and, and just you know something's on the TV. And of course, Shay is a goddess, and I love Juju B. And like, there's things I do like about it, but the challenges were just so bad. Like, it was a really oh, yeah. bad group of challenges. But here's the thing. Yeah. I enjoyed that season so much. It was the first time in a long time that I got to sit and watch Drag Race and just enjoy it for what it was. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. You like this. This is content. This is fine. Well, I guess we have this as a document before I've done anything and I can come back and listen to this. You can come back and to it. Yeah. Cry and probably cry. Yeah. Like uh, after your first season, this I would like, let's do a playground. <laughs> Madonna song. <laughs> yeah. Bring me, bring, <laughs> bring me, bring me back for like a mental health check-in after your first season of Drag Race. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll figure that out. Someone well, asked me, someone reached out to us. This is like real quick. Yeah, someone reached yeah, out yeah. to us and they're like, can you do like a Meet the Queen special? And I was like, I'm not covering this season. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> that was like kind of my response. I was like, if I do I that, say, I am very excited about get. this group though. I, I, I think it's going to be a really fun group. I didn't know it was happening until someone literally DM'd me and was <laughs> I mean, like, what are your thoughts? And I was like, I didn't know. I don't well, know. They sneak it as they were like, ha ha, surprise. There's a season in two weeks. Ha ha. It was, it was very quick. But I, I do like that there's a couple of Atlanta girls in there. Um, I love it. It's, it, it feel like they're going to push an LA versus New York thing. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm getting a, a feeling. I feel like that. they've been threatening to do that for a really long time. They just don't. Well, I think they actually have like strong LA queens this year. So it's actually like, mm. hmm. and their first trans male contestants. So that's exciting. I didn't. I I haven't looked into it at well, all. I was gonna well, watch I, it and just be like, you "Here you go." <laughs> like, here yeah. you go, Tom. Enjoy. I know, you, and I know be like, you, you love cool. all the Drag Race info, so that's why I give it to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It only took us my entire first season to get you on the show. Listen, it was great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, everyone, go listen to Rat Collect, and why don't you tell everyone where they can find you and all the social media? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram. Pers- my personal Instagram is HoteMessTom, H-A-U-T-E-M-E-S-S-T-O-M. And um, you can follow both of our podcasts on there, but it's very easy to find. Once you find me, it's like a hop, skip, and a jump to those two because I'm posting about them all the time. Yeah. Love it. And l- yeah, listen to ba- Bears Repeating, listen to Rat Collide. Bears Repeating. If you enjoyed yeah. what we did today, it's even more fun. Their show, because they play the clips. <laughs> Shh, that's a secret. That's I'll, a secret. I'll, I'll never be, tell. I mean, no, they do. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 or do they? <laughs> well, thank you so much, Tom. Thank you.
And I just want to give one more big thank you to Tom for finally coming on in another world. It only took us until the season finale, but you know, better late than never. And while I am thanking Tom, I also want to give a genuine thank you to everyone that was a guest on the first season of In Another World. You know, when I started this podcast, I remember I had the idea And that was all well and good. But the first thing I thought was, well, who the hell am I going to talk to? You know, I'm nobody. I don't know anyone. I don't have any connections. I'm coming at this as a complete novice. And I had so many amazing friends, very fascinating, interesting friends, funny, entertaining friends that agreed to be on my show. And I got to say, for all the people that are my buddies, I got so much feedback about how much they loved the guests on the show. So you all did me such a huge favor. And it's I'm really happy with the first season. I think it ended in a really great place. I want to thank the people that I didn't know. Uh, people that I was fascinated by, people that made me laugh with videos or viral things online that I had to get over my shyness and ask them, you know, and that can be such a hard thing, especially when you're coming at it from like an outsider standpoint, which I also had to get over and realize everyone's artistic voice is valid. And it doesn't matter if you have 10,000 followers on social media. It doesn't matter if you have 500 followers, you know, everybody, we're all on this planet trying to do the same, the same shit, you know? And I ended up having so many great conversations with so many interesting artists, comedians, writers, you know, people that I have um, shared so much pop culture moments with, and I'm so happy with how the episodes came out. And while I'm thanking the guests, you know, let's just keep the gratitude train going. I got to thank the audience. You know, this means nothing if no one's watching. And people were watching. Well, no one was watching. People were listening. And, you know, it's it's been the feedback that I've got from this first season has meant so much. Because there were so many times where I didn't feel that confident with how I was doing because um, you know it's great to have the support of friends but when your friends tell you you're fabulous sometimes you start to wonder if they're just being a really sweet friend and to hear from perfect strangers that they loved the show and it entertained them and it made them smile that's that means everything you know it's it's insanely cheesy but I like a little cheese It's, you know, in 2020, we all had to figure out how to get through this. You know, um, this year was supposed to look completely different. I was supposed to be, you know, getting back out there and doing more auditions. I had, you know, plays I was going to be in. And that was all, you know, the brakes were put on it. And as an artist, you don't realize how powerless you can feel when suddenly it's all up to you. You have to make your art. You have to figure out what your next step is going to be. And I had wanted to have a podcast for a long time. And 2020 just ended up being the opportunity that presented itself to finally have the time. And honestly, even the space in my brain to come up with ideas. 
And so I'm I'm so happy that we got through this first season. I went through so many things, so many mistakes I made, uh, getting better microphones, better setups, you know, even just getting more comfortable putting my voice out there. You know, when you're a podcaster, especially an indie podcaster, without any sort of, you know, team, you know, it's just me. You have to edit your own voice. And so you spend hours listening to your own voice. And then you can only you can only become more comfortable with yourself. And I didn't I mean it, it took a while. It took a couple of episodes of having to edit me to get used to it. But it it made me build up confidence. And I feel like when we come back for season two, I feel even stronger than I did this time. And I'm excited to see where the show will go. I will be back. I absolutely promise. I will be taking a hiatus for at least a couple of months. You know, another surprise of this year was randomly becoming really close friends with someone that I've technically never met. And technically, they live on the other side of this country. And that is Aaron Holman, of course, who started off as a guest in the pod. We had a great time, had a fabulous time. It felt like just talking to someone I had been friends with for, you know, years. And now we've started this whole new show together, which started off as two gays watch a movie. Now we're trying to take it into a broader um, market. You know, our next thing is Drag Race, two gays watch Drag Race. But we're also just two gays watch. We're going to have all sorts of stuff, fun stuff coming up. You know, we're going to be launching our official Patreon page in January at the start of Drag Race. So I hope if you have been enjoying my show and you want to, you know, keep supporting me and Aaron during the hiatus from this show, that you'll follow us at Two Gays Watch Drag Race. We have so much fun stuff coming, especially with the Patreon and everything. We're going to have all sorts of really cool bonus content. Um, we're, we have things in the works, but uh, I, regardless, it's going to be a really fun time. And yeah, we're just going to see where it goes. We randomly clicked. We randomly had chemistry. It felt right. It felt like maybe we were both meant to, you know, connect during this crazy year. And, you know, when you have a solo show, which we both do, you... It's great in some ways. You know, there's no one to schedule with. There's no people to deal with but your guests. But you you miss having someone to talk to and someone having that back and forth with. And we've been having such a fun time on Two Gays Watch a Movie. And we both love Drag Race. And we both come at Drag Race with a lot of love for the franchise. You know, imperfections and all. You know, nothing in life is perfect. But we love the representation of this community. We're so excited about this cast, you know, that's coming up. And we're so ready to just talk about it and celebrate the show and all of the silly fun and fierceness that it brings us every time. And especially at this time in the world, we always could use some more uplifting entertainment. And I hope you will join us. So to end this, I just want to say, I hope everyone has a safe holiday season and a really great start to the new year of 2021. Let's hope that this year was awful, sure, but we survived it. 
we made it through. <laughs> Look at me getting so serious. Like, please, I'm just a, a gay clown. But we did make it through. And I hope, I, you know, it feels like positive things are coming. Maybe that's a little naive, but I, I do feel hopeful about 2021. I feel like it's going to bring great things and we're all going to come out on the other side of this. So to finally close this out for now, I have been, as always, your host, Zachary Landolt, and you've been listening to the season finale of In Another World, a pop culture podcast. So until next time, I hope you enjoy some amazing books, amazing movies, amazing TV, music, something that takes you to another world for a while. Bye!